Hey guys, welcome back to the Influence Community. We're your hosts, Alyssa and Danielle. This is where we spill the tea, talk all things influencing, and try to keep up with the ever-changing industry. Grab a coffee, sip your tea, and we hope you enjoy today's episode. Hey guys. guys. I believe this is our 40th episode, so happy 40th. Wow. Yes. Wow. Very proud. What a journey. (laughs) It doesn't even feel like that many episodes. I know. It's... It's honestly so crazy. It feels like yeah. just yesterday we were in a hotel room um, designing our own cover art ourselves. Oh my gosh. <laughs> for our podcast. What a story. LOL. I know. Literally. Anyway. <laughs> Anyways. Also, if you hear dogs barking in the background, they're just being psycho right now. I don't know why. So hopefully the audio doesn't pick it up, but they're just being psycho. So it might. You know, they're they're having their moments today. So, okay. (laughs) Okay, I guess we could just jump into our influences of the week then. What is your current influence this week? Okay, my current influence is definitely a like soft spring transition vibe. Like I have been pairing pretty much every outfit unintentionally with tall boots and like a blazer or a dress or like denim shorts like that kind of vibe I feel like that's a really good way to transition into spring even though yeah um I saw Nina's caption oh no it wasn't Nina it was um Anna Anna sorry um her caption today was when all the LA girlies are posting their spring content but all the New York girlies are stuck in a um winter storm oh for the my next gosh. few months it was literally 84 degrees it at was a house it was 80 eight degrees at my house today like actually I'm insane so it's confused. already summer here yes, so what this... is happening like <laughs> so the spring transition is like not forced Re- at all it's... because it is very warm here I'm shook I'm like <laughs> I need some more transition time please I know Alyssa we were shooting the other day and I was in like this cute like <laughs> white outfit with like boots and like a little mini skirt and Alyssa's like full on in a black wool coat that like dips to the floor it was really cute though I just but it was just I still have my like I guess it would be considered winter content still that I'm like pushing through that I love I mean it's just like street style anyway so it doesn't matter like you can't tell the temperature by our our location so that's fine do you have a big audience in the east coast not really. I mean, I it's thought like, that my New York randomly became my top location, and it was San Diego. Oh, for actually, you know years. what? I think I just looked at mine, and I think it's the same. I literally think it's New York, San Diego, LA. That's mine, but all, and I like was super shook. close. Yeah. So honestly, maybe that's the content for the New York. I know. Girlies I'm because... sorry to the New York girls that follow me, um, but because you're gonna be seeing spring. <laughs> Yeah, it's just a weird time right now. So if you're feeling lost with your content or just your motivation in general or just ideas or inspiration, you are not alone. This is always, I feel like, a tough seasonal change that everybody goes through. Yes, we've said this before in multiple episodes. Honestly, if you guys have been listening, like, you know, we've mentioned it and it's this happens every season at the end of the season and the start of the new season it is this okay obviously not every season it's only it's literally only summer to fall winter to spring 
this but one. this yeah it totally is because it's like people are wearing and saving like full-on winter earmuff like coat content and then people are posting like oh my god it's spring in san diego aka me yeah <laughs> so and then like i don't know i feel like you see I don't know. I feel like it's either like a period of low engagement or like super high engagement because people are like ready for that change. If that makes sense. I don't know. I feel like it's like a weird period for a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, I feel like like your spring content is doing really well. And I feel like my neutral, like regular street style, like casual content is also doing pretty well. So I feel like there's definitely space for both of it. So you just yeah, have to no, like test and see totally what's true. happening because my engagement definitely like when we were in the snow, it was lower just because I too. think people weren't really saving. But now literally when I went back to my regular posting, it's back to normal. Yeah. I know. I'm like, I missed you guys too, honestly. Like I so, feel like people missed the regular content, which like I really did too. Yeah. But I mean, also I think it's a thing of like, obviously everyone's audience is different. Like, yeah, so different. Like I feel Agreed. like my audience really does like my spring content and I am so freaking ready to bring back the spring and summer, like dreamy vibes. Oh my like, gosh. I don't know. I'm, I'm just literally the so opposite. I'm excited. My European chic girl and I like low-key want my demographics to be from Europe and like that. You can still you know, do that, that for vibe. like spring summer. Yeah. So that I think will be kind of my plan. And then once we transition into more beachy, you know, summer content, I want to make it very moody. I feel like. Because yeah, that like that's be a good way to, like, cute. combine it. So I've started looking for that kind of inspo. And I feel like oh, I girls totally like, um, Zarena like Hannah Schoenberg really is really good. True. Zarena, Mobina, um, Josephine HJ, Endless Love mm-hmm. Club. Like, all those girls do, like, that Ooh, yeah, yeah, vacay yeah. vibe so, so well. So I'm really – I, I have an upcoming trip, so I'm going to practice there oh my god and then if i don't have the content i don't have to to post it because i'm stacked up on my winter content still so we'll see true i feel like that could be super cute but we're just like completely brainstorming right now oh my gosh (laughs) i love that (laughs) i feel like it's interesting this is like what happens when we start talking we're just i know i know i know this this this. okay going off anyways love that wow that was that was exciting to talk about honestly honestly that was by the way I know. And by the way, I love – we are so different, but I just love that we're so different. So there's never like uh, – oh my we gosh, reach like a copying wide me vibe. Range like of it's audience. so different. Right. And I feel like our podcast isn't um, exclusive. So it's not like, oh, we're only like bright color girlies. You know what I mean? Like yeah. We are no, hitting like the colorful girls. We are hitting the neutral, Colorful, dreamy vibes. All of And it. like moody dr- neutrals. Yeah. Exactly. So we've got a little something for everybody here. Yeah, so. we truly do. That's the Okay, anyways, sorry fostering. about the 10-minute influence. Um, Alyssa, what's your <laughs> influence of the week? Okay, so this might come as a surprise to some people, but... After what we just said. <laughs> I know. I'm really feeling... I don't know how to describe it, but I'm really feeling that rich green color, if you know what I mean. Jack Moose just came out with their new season pieces, and they came out with the jumbo size in their, like, iconic bag, and I just love that green color. Like, the green Storets blazer. I have the green Jordans and, like, the green New York hat. Like, that vibe. I feel like green 
can be moody still if you like turn down the exposure you know what I mean so like okay this is my vision so black blazer green New York hat green Jacquemus bag and green Zara heels mood love and then exposure down blues out (laughs) warmth a little up and that's the vibe so I don't know I've only been really been drawn to green lately um but I think that'll be good to like mix in in terms of colors for spring just because I already have most of those pieces that's a good color we'll add yeah and it's still like earth the tones neutrals green is considered an earth tone so i'm okay with that yeah you no, know i love that i'm excited to see it and i so feel i'm mentally like preparing myself for green it, yeah and i feel like that you're gonna get the shock moose bag oh, i know <laughs> i'm about to like hit how could you not honestly but but yeah, um so with tax season coming up <laughs> that's a good okay transition. yes okay so I feel like, okay, so today's episode, we just definitely need to preface, we are not experts in any way. This is just information and kind of tips from our personal experiences and that you should definitely consult a certified tax professional or CPA to talk mm-hmm. about what's best for you and your situation because everybody is so different, even if you don't realize it. So you obviously want to talk to someone who knows what they're talking about and get the best advice that way because there I feel like there's so many laws or rules or things that yeah. we don't even know or aware of and things are always changing too. So I remember last year when I was filing, they actually waited to file my taxes a little bit because there was some law that was going into effect. So they were specifically waiting for this law to be active before they filed for me. And like I obviously oh. wouldn't have known that if I was just filing myself. So I definitely do think it is beneficial and it's a good investment. But these tips today, I feel like are for like just content creator, basic tech tips, things you should know, or just things you should keep in your mind when you are potentially taking this full time or you're starting to make a significant more amount of money doing it, etc. So I hope that makes sense. I don't want to confuse anyone. So I also have like a few I think I have a blog post on my blog too with all this stuff like written down too so if you want to like yeah reference that so yeah we're just going to share some tips and kind of our thoughts on things based on our experiences and we are also Mm -hmm. we have our taxes done separate or like differently as well so you can kind of hear how we are each set up currently yeah I want to say that this is actually my first yeah, this yeah. is my first year filing as a hundred percent just like freelancer. Yeah, is that that's contractor. the right term? So yeah, contractor. Yeah. So honestly, I am also taking notes here. Alyssa's <laughs> been. How long have you been filing as a contractor? This is, I think, my second or third year. Okay. Yeah, and Alyssa's boyfriend has been yeah. doing this for a very long for time. A while. So she has a lot of like tips about it and everything he's Um, the one who really showed me how to even do this so I would not have known without him. no that's super good and yeah so this is my first year I don't have a ton of tips so I will also be um taking notes with you guys but I just remember like not like the year I quit my job which was 2020 and like became a freelancer I was like oh my god like I literally have zero clue where to even find influencer tax 
tips or like what the heck to do. And I remember I tried so hard. I want to say maybe that was even 2019, like trying to find information about it. And this would have really like put my mind at ease if there was something I could listen to like this. Like even if it was just super basic tax tax tips. So or it's just even a place to start. If you don't know where to Mm -hmm. start, here's some information because it sounds really scary. It does. Exactly. And it's so crazy to me that the U.S. government or the IRS doesn't just have something where you go in, plug your numbers in. I don't understand. Tells you how much you owe. You hit submit payment. You enter your credit card information and you pay. There's just so many things that go into play. So it's like we obviously need tax accountants in our society. So totally. Yeah. They just are so smart and they know so much. So. Okay, so we'll just dive right in and kind of start with some basic information or tips. So I think once you start making a significant amount of money, you want to register your business for a few reasons. So obviously taxes, because when you're not regist- when you're not filing your taxes at W-2, you're filing them differently. And then mm-hmm. it also comes down to protecting your personal assets, which is the whole point. So say if you're working for someone and you're not set up as a business and they want to sue you for whatever reason, if you don't have your business set up to protect you, then they can technically go after your personal assets, which is pretty scary. So having that business really yeah so like from that. LLC registering as an LLC or S corp yeah LLC limited liability company. So um, yeah. they can they can't come after your person your house or your car right. or whatever right it's only it's like just the money business. yeah the, yeah I, isn't it like only the money that your business has made i think so yeah so that could be like yeah you know, not and then anything huge the other thing too is having an ein number instead of mm-hmm. having to put your social security number down and you don't i don't believe you have to register your business to get an ein i think we've talked about this on clubhouse before oh, that you yeah, can just go online totally. and register for an EIN it's an employee Mm -hmm. identification number Um, and it's just like because you're filling out all these W-9s and you're sending them over email and you don't want to have to write your social security number down the EIN is really great to be able to write down instead so yeah I was so scared (laughs) always sending my W-9 because I'm like what if this girl quits this job and then has this vengeance against me like your social security number is forever yeah, like, exactly. I just feel like that's scary. So regardless, I think you can yeah, like register as a sole. I don't even a know sole if you proprietor. Need to do that. Sole proprietor, and then that's how you get an EIN. So definitely, highly recommend doing that. Yeah, it's definitely worth the research and worth starting. Like once you start your business, doing that, so you mm-hmm. do not have to write your social security number down. So that's a huge plus. And you know, when you are freelancing, you're considered a contractor when you work with brands. So just to get you guys familiar, some forms you'll receive is when you work with brands, you might see the brand ask you for, oh, please send us your invoice and your W-9. And you're like, well, what's a W-9? I mean, you can Google it. You can save it. It's on the IRS website. But the W-9 is the form that you send the brand along with your invoice so that when the taxes come when tax season comes around the brand is going to send you a 1099 and it'll say like how much they paid you over the course of the year and that means Mm -hmm. they are reporting that number with your name attached to it to the government so you need to make sure you are also reporting that same number to the government so Mm -hmm. it matches 
essentially and right I know there's a lot of kind of like gray space of people asking like well when do you have to report it how much do you have to report you know and I feel like you just want to be safe rather to be safe than sorry when when it comes to the IRS so I think we both personally report all Mm -hmm. of our income because this is our full-time job so definitely even if it's under that like 600 yeah I think there's I don't even know where I'm pretty sure it's 600 I think it's on the IRS honestly the irs.gov website is very interesting if you have a free time to go read it um so (laughs) brands will send you they should be sending you a 1099 if you make six hundred dollars or more with them. So many, like oh I my have gosh. so many. Are you serious? Like this is half of it. Literally, I have so many downstairs. I literally got um, three via email today. Like, check your mail because I just got like a lot of and sometimes you won't receive them and that's totally fine but yeah I would still report that income regardless yeah same it was really like weird. I got zero last year and I got a but ton this year. definitely still recommend to be reporting that income because mm-hmm. the brand could still be reporting your name I don't know it's just like report your income okay moving on you yeah. are responsible essentially for tracking and reporting your own income like no one else is counting that so it's a really good idea to have some sort of like tracking sheet if that makes sense um yeah so like I have an excel sheet yeah I and use google sheets yeah uh yeah, yeah same same so I do that and then I literally have a list and I have it broken down by month and I just track, like, when I get a collab. So it'll be, like, the month, mm-hmm. the brand Same. name, the amount, and then I have a column for when they pay, and I'll fill in the date mm-hmm. when they paid. And then I only fill that in, like, once they pay. So that's kind of how I personally track it, if that makes sense. Yeah. That's super similar so, to me, too. But, yeah, that's how I track everything I'm so sure, I know like, what my income is. I've been – it's on my to-do list, like, looking more into TurboTax. I'm sure that's also a really good way to do it, but – um we've just been doing google sheets and that's yeah. been fine yeah same with me for so, tracking yeah so i think that's essentially kind of the overall kind of tips and if you're confused at what you're even tracking so your goal is to track your income your i think it's your gross income so everything you've made mm-hmm. and then also your expenses because that's when mm-hmm. you know write-offs come into play and then that's when you get your net income and then that is the number that you will be reporting to mm-hmm. the government and our our tax people this year started asking for like a profit and loss statement and they like want you to categorize and file all your expenses like per category Mm. so right i've been doing that through that app i've been using i've been mentioning it to you guys a little bit called flyfin f-l-y-f-i-n-i-n i I have a collab with them i'm still waiting on approvals but i've been using it and i'm gonna actually test using it this year anyway so i definitely paid for it so yeah i'm gonna see how that goes honestly yeah it's like a it's like a, a dating app like you swipe left yeah, or you right like for if swipe it's an expense like, or not which I think is exactly. so cute yeah so that's that and then also the another thing too if you have if you're filing a w-2 or you still have a regular corporate nine-to-five job then you can also be 
submitting your Schedule C. Mm-hmm. I feel like as long as your income isn't too big from the content creator side. Yeah, that's what I did last year with my 9-to-5 job, and it was just so easy. I'm (laughs) so jealous of my last year self because, like, literally, you essentially report a lump sum, but, like, there's different categories that you put the money in. Like, there's, like, a transportation, um, meals. Like, there's different categories, but it's essentially, like, you're just reporting your lump sum of money, and it's just, like, less pressure, I feel like. So, I'm sure a lot of you guys are just going to be doing that it's super easy and pretty straightforward yeah and I think too it is important to invest in a tax accountant I think it'll just mm-hmm. save you money in the long run and they obviously know what they're doing and can recommend ways to either how to file how to register like how to save extra money whatever totally so definitely and it gives you peace of mind I feel yes, like that you're doing everything right or that you're not I feel messing like everyone something has anxiety up. about that It's, like, so scary, and I feel like – I mean, I just – I don't know if this is just me, but I feel like freelancers are younger than ever, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. Like, our generation is, like, there's so many contractors or people who have their own businesses or freelancers and whatever, and they're all just, like, we're all so young. Like, I feel like when I was growing up, my parents, like, I didn't know anybody who was, like – running their own business like both my parents had nine to fives you know what I mean yeah it's very new and I feel like unfortunately with the influx of all the freelancers out of COVID um I think the IRS is gonna be super like cracking down on yeah this industry just because like so many different accountants say different things about write-offs and it's very very interesting how that works yes because there's there's no no rule book rules yeah so it's kind of just up to who you have as your accountant for you to trust them if that makes sense yeah um but it's like at the end of the day too like you're signing a form that's saying you agree to everything that they do Mm -hmm. so yeah you just want to feel confident it's on you Mm-hmm. so okay and then I feel like another thing too that's pretty important is once you've like committed to registering your business the next thing is to definitely set up business bank accounts I feel like it'll make mm-hmm. your life so much easier and it's just a good way to track all your business expenses track your write-offs and that way you only totally. use that card for business stuff and then you keep your personal banking like separate and that way there's yeah, no so like much easier. mixing up things or like not remembering what. And I think I think I love my business cards because I can keep everything so separate. And if you guys don't know, I yeah. do have a small business. Um, it's like a hair accessory company called Shop Summer Buns. New collection. Launching, launching a new soon. collection. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I actually have a business card for Summer Buns and then I have a business card for Fashionably Served and I keep them separate. So whenever I'm making business purchases – I use the card mm-hmm. for the correct one. That way, when I'm going through my statements at the end of the year, I track everything. Yeah. So yeah, definitely, definitely a good way to go. look up into setting those accounts up. It just will make your life so, so much easier. So You won't I, have to spend I feel like a hours lot of people, going through your statements. Like, don't do that. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't have actually – I probably wouldn't have been as motivated if I didn't have the influence strategy – yeah like my marketing stuff because that obviously like I was like oh like this is like I want my own business card for this business but I feel like I feel like influencing 
just meshes so much into your lifestyle that you might not think about it but it's still like very important especially like if you're traveling for events or for a company or for a collaboration or something like that like you can put that on the business card so um definitely recommend that yes and I think it's just good to remember when you are getting paid as a contractor by a brand for whatever taxes are not taken out so if you are confused by that (laughs) let's just clear that up Uh, you are responsible for paying taxes on the money you make. So if you get a brand collab for $1,000, the brand pays you $1,000. They didn't take taxes out when they paid you. Like maybe your W-2 takes taxes out in your check before you get your check. Like you are responsible for paying taxes on that $1,000 that the brand pays you. So just remember that. I feel like it's not very clear when people start out or like you just might not know because you're so used to taxes being taken out at your corporate job on your checks yeah I hope that everyone knows that because that I just can't even imagine um if I didn't have a savings account and then at the end of the year like you're just kind of screwed because I think I think they say I think someone has said you should be saving like 30% of every paycheck to like putting 30% away to tap like your tax I think I remember someone saying that, but then I remember someone else saying that's like a little high. I would say like try to save between like safe than sorry. Yeah, like I would say like fifteen to twenty five percent. I think thirty percent is very aggressive. If that's the route you want to go, that's obviously fine to be saving that much money. Yeah, but yeah, definitely make sure. um, I think we go down. We go into like the breakdown a little bit further down in our notes, but yeah. So just make sure you're not surprised you know, with that big number. So just a few types of businesses that you can look into registering as. I feel like a lot of people will start as a sole proprietor. Um, Mm -hmm. I never did that. And I don't think you ever did that either. But I feel like I've heard people talk about that because it's just really easy to do online, like super quick. Yeah, super easy. Like it's fine. Did you do that at all or no? No, I never did that. The only the thing with sole proprietorships is like, if for whatever reason someone wants to sue you, they oh, can, like we said, go after everything pers- you okay. have. Got it. So yeah. you're not protected. Yes. Okay. So there's sole proprietor, LLC, and S Corp, I feel like are the main ones that you'll hear people mm-hmm. talk about. And you're registered as an LLC still currently, and I'm yeah. registered as an S Corp. So yeah, it's I feel like this is where things get confusing. So it's just so important to do your research, talk to your accountant, explain yeah. your situation to figure out what's best for you because in my situation, I have so I have my um incorporation set up. So I have like Alyssa Larson Incorporated and then I have it broken down into like an umbrella. So I have fashionably served. So DBA, which stands for doing business as and then fashionably served. And then I also have DBA summer buns. So doing business as summer buns. So it all falls under my Alyssa Larson Incorporated umbrella, but they are separate, which is nice because I feel like I'm such a visual person that I need to see them separate. Mm-hmm. And of course, these things do have costs. I'm pretty sure LLCs and S-Corps are $800 a year in the state of California. Mm -hmm. And that's the other thing too. Things vary by state and prices vary by state. So we're obviously talking from a a California perspective because that's where our experience is. But yeah, so it's different. So that's how I'm set up as an S-Corp, whereas you're set up as an LLC. And they just have different 
tax benefits, I guess. I think yeah, exactly. the S Corp is a little tax. more expensive, but it has better think so. tax write offs or something. Yes. Yeah, honestly, I wish I could speak more to the LLC. Again, this is my first time yeah. filing, so I will give you guys an update, honestly. But I definitely am looking, I think, to move into an S-Corp. I do really want that, like, umbrella thing. Yeah. <laughs> like, I need to just, like, register as my name and then have my DBA. Because it just depends, like, who knows what businesses you're going to start down the road. You know what I mean? Yeah. And you just, like, have different... Exactly. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. under it and I think you do pay for each DBA but to me it's worth it so it's just like in all situations better sorry in this yeah 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 yeah. um but I yeah and I think there's like different percentages you pay on taxes like based on what you're set up as I'm not really sure I think I think that's a thing so (laughs) ask ask your accountant or yeah look it up but yeah, so, yeah, it gets so complicated. It's so crazy how there are so many yeah. laws and rules and things. But so another thing you might be considering is how do you pay your taxes? So typically, I believe you're supposed to be paying quarterly. Mm-hmm. And personally, though, I pay monthly. And I don't know if that's an S-Corp thing or I don't know why. Like, my that's how my boyfriend was set up and how he did it. And because we had a similar setup situation, that's just kind of how I was set up to do it, too. Personally, I like mm-hmm. it because the payment amount is obviously smaller when you're paying monthly versus when you're paying quarterly. Right. But I know there are tax calculators and things like that. And the Flyfin app that I use also has a quarterly tax calculator. I haven't used it yet or anything, but I know it's a feature that they have that can help you calculate how much you owe and then you can just pay it. It's so funny that we're talking about this right now because, okay, the things that I have seen on TikTok, I don't have a good TikTok feed or whatever, but I always see the stripper videos where they call them scrippers. Do you watch that? Dude, same. And they like count their money and they're like, day in the life of a scripper, how much money I make as a scripper. Do you want, do you get those? Yeah, no, I totally do. Honestly, and they're like, they I pay my taxes ta- on that since it's yes, cash? absolutely. They have, so they're like, how videos. do they even know? I mean, like the IRS wouldn't even know because it's cash. I mean, technically, I guess <gasps> they wouldn't have to report like all of it, but Damn, like they're that's crazy. the videos that I've seen, like someone commented and was like, you don't pay taxes, like the IRS is going to come get you. And she literally did a full video of her like counting out her money, doing the calculator, walking into the bank with her cash to go pay her taxes. And she was paying like a lot. <gasps> like I think her. she paid like so much in taxes. But it's just oh so funny God, to me. I don't her. know why that I'm popped sure into my head, like, but I was like, Scrippers paying taxes. <laughs> scrippers. <laughs> I think they say Dang. that to like not get no, yeah, flagged. It, it would get flagged, I think. But yeah, so it's very interesting. Those are some interesting videos to watch. And I don't know why they I end know. up on my For You page, but that's I feel like they're where kind of going viral right now because I see them is. too. Okay, so it's not just me. <laughs> but no. <laughs> yeah, so anyway, I pay it monthly. 
and I like it that way. So that's nice. And I, my tax accountants honestly do it. So it's just set up. So it, um, just like automatically pulls from my bank account every month Mm -hmm. once we agree upon that number. So I don't even really have to think about it. It's just kind of a payment that goes out and it's not super crazy high or anything. So yeah. And if you don't know how much you should be paying, it's pretty much like you estimate how much you're going to make in the yeah, year that's the other that's thing too is like you have divided to estimate is like that, that how, how do you mind. know i'm like, like you have I no idea a high number exactly but then but like then you don't want to like, be overpaying right so you but then what if you get a crazy number, collab that's like exactly but then it's like okay so you estimate a yearly number that you're gonna make that's what you pay monthly or quarterly and at the end of the year when you pay taxes you're either gonna get a refund because you estimated too much and you paid too much or you're gonna owe more money because you made way more than you were paying so that's how that works yeah and I don't know which one's better which one's worse when I found that out I was like yeah when I found that out it blew my mind I'm like you're telling me that we have to estimate at the end of a full freaking year like what we're gonna make like so much can happen in a year so many things change in a year I can't I can barely it's plan so out like, my next week. It's so crazy to me that that's the week. system, but <laughs> exactly. So I don't know. If you're like so, I mean, okay. so, so lost, Realistically, you should talk though, to like a friend or something. I guess you can estimate based off your monthly numbers. Yeah. And then like for the average people it. just starting out, like as yeah. freelancers, I just like would have no that's idea. Crazy. But I think. I you, think that's I why it's nice if you do have that corporate job to do your first year as you know, your W-2 and then use your schedule C and then when you do start full-time that next year you can look at your monthly numbers and then kind of average it and maybe increase it a little bit because obviously you'll be growing, getting higher paid collabs and that way you can pull a number that way. Yeah. I feel like just be realistic with yourself and like obviously you're either going to Yeah, these are your realistic goals, not your manifestations. Yeah, or you're going to get money back. So it's, you know, at the end of the year, like come tax season, like you're going to figure it out if you pay too much or too little. So don't worry too much about that. Oh, and I feel like tax accountants can probably help you get a pretty good estimate into potentially. So yeah, and then I think the other thing too is as contractors, they like there's like a pay schedule. So I don't know if this is true, but my boyfriend told me this and he said that you can be penalized with fines if you're not paying at least quarterly. Yeah, I did get, I did get a um, IRS note in the mail. However, I went on my IRS account and um, there was nothing there. So I don't know if that was, I don't know if it was spam or not. It's so hard to tell what's real mail sometimes. I know, dude. Once you register. getting good. Yeah, if you once you register as an LLC, your address is public, whatever you register. Yeah. And things came flooding in, let me tell you. Like things yeah. that like they fake symbols and stuff yeah. like that trying to make you Always send them money. Always be so and so careful. Like if you ever have I think that's another good reason to have a tax account because if you have a question, you can ask them, "Hey, is this legit?" because I have definitely done that before because some of these forms that get sent in the mail look so real and I feel totally, like it's yeah. and I feel like we're pretty good at spotting things. Like we are skeptical people at this point and yeah. the fact that we can barely tell and I have to like send a picture and I'm like, "Is this real?" and they'll tell me yes or no. 
And I feel like it's just play it safe because obviously there are so many scams out there. You don't want to be sending people money or your bank information. This is why you don't want to be writing your yeah. social security number down. You want to have that EIN for literally exactly. situations like this. And people prey on like new businesses. So when you register as an LLC, they're like, they're, oh, a new they, LLC. You can see like, that. Yeah, yeah. And they're going to probably try to get you. So yeah, just make sure to like either have a CPA, have someone you trust look it up. I remember I looked up a, a form that I got sent and people said it was a scam letter. So just like, I like look things feel up. like that's so illegal to be sending those things out in the mail. I know. But like, like it still where did happens. this come from? Who is printing this and like wasting paper? I need to know. <laughs> like what? Literally. I just don't, I don't get it. Or like, even like phone calls too. Like just be aware. Like I don't know. I just like businesses will never or like legit the government will literally never ask for that kind of stuff. Oh, I know. I like also another example. I filed a trademark on the influence strategy. Literally get emails almost every day like from lawyers or someone people saying like your trademark application is in danger because of this and this and this like they're trying to get me to hire them or like send them money to like like, make it through the whole process or something it's bad? so interesting like, scamming people like it no, blows my don't. mind so be aware people when you register that it's you're gonna probably just like get the a lot of things Instagram like this thing, like be aware like yeah don't, don't click on links click don't on send links. money <laughs> exactly like you're not gonna only get base it off the irs DMs. website <laughs> yeah literally yeah irs.gov so check your links and if it doesn't end in i know exactly what you were just talking (laughs) yeah yeah yeah. okay yeah (laughs) so yeah um okay so that's how you pay your taxes i feel like a lot of this could be so overwhelming especially if you're new so feel free to listen to the episode twice or three times take notes i have a blog post up i can share that on the instagram i do want to say though like it sounds scarier and worse than it actually is like yes once you sit down and do it you're like okay yeah like like it's not that bad cool i would say like the main things are just keep track very closely of your expenses and your income like that's really all you need to do and then register yourself as a business like truly that's it (laughs) um Mm -hmm. and then get a cpa and then you're good yeah um but Oh, and then the other thing too on that is like if you are trying – if you're trying to be an organized person or you are an organized person, try not to wait till the end of the year to go through your expenses. Like if anything – and you're wanting to set a routine or best practices, which I mean, I obviously need to do this too because I am guilty of this. I know. I'm like, um, this um, is my New Year's resolution and I haven't done January yet. Go th- so yeah, go through your expenses on a monthly basis. So yeah. by the time the end of the year comes and it's tax season, you're already done instead of sitting doing paperwork for like a full day, like 12 hours trying to like sift through everything and like being stressed yeah. out. Oh, that also reminds me now that we're talking about that. I believe contractors like S-Corps, LLCs, taxes are due March 15th, whereas like regular W-2 taxes are April 15th. So keep that in mind. Do some research on that date. I think there might be potential extensions just because of COVID and everything. Like I feel like Mm -hmm. things are still kind of very iffy. Um, in terms of tax season with COVID restrictions and whatnot. So, 
I mean, you can always file for extensions and everything, but definitely research those dates and which ones you fall under just so you don't miss the March 15th deadline if that is your deadline, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. So, yeah. Just funny, something to like, know I because I would not have known that. <laughs> yeah, I feel like tax accountants get like booked up really quickly. Yeah, honestly, we booked appointments with our with like a tax accountant, and they were booked until right like, now. I checked again, like end of March, which is like so, uh, my taxes are due March fifteenth. So yeah, so definitely um, try to find someone now if you haven't already because. It's definitely the busiest time of year for them, and you don't want to miss the deadline. Yeah, for sure. Okay, and then so our last section we're going to talk about is just write-offs. Um, I feel like it's kind of – it's important to talk about, but then also it's a very gray area because this is where we were talking yeah, about. Absolutely. Where, like, different – I feel like different tax accountants say different things. I don't yeah, know. Like, that's there's where no rules. it gets tricky. Um, you have to just. I would just say use your best judgment. Yeah. Um, be you fair. Can't don't write be off unreasonable. Obviously. And I feel like just picture yourself sitting in front of an IRS agent defending the expense. And Ooh, if you feel good, confident, good point that you can defend that expense for your business, and not in a bad way at all, but like you just would have to be able to say this is, um like why I expense this for my business etc so it has to be legit obviously and like showing receipts like this is where it is on my profile or whatever oh yeah that's another thing we're working on is saving receipts (laughs) this year Um, yeah just being like very detail oriented so saving receipts from like meals and things like that you know that's not going that well for me however that it's saving me when they have like the text receipt um, uh, text receipt option yeah because then I just have it on my phone. Probably will never look at it again, but I need yeah. to like... Oh my gosh, I'm like remembering all that. these things. Also, don't forget to check your Venmo, I feel like, because I feel like we pay yeah, a lot of expenses actually, like to each other on Venmo. Definitely. Like, so make sure you're checking Like transportation your stuff. Yeah. Um, okay, so we'll talk about some write-offs of things that we write off. And I think it just, like we said, it it's for your business so if that's how you can defend it and there are like certain things that have like hard laws about like I feel like how much you can write off of your rent if you have a home office Mm -hmm. and they are like very specific about this I can't remember where but it's like very specifically your home office there are really random so like okay, very so there's specific like, things and I like personally I don't know how to figure out that number or what the percentage is which is why it's important to talk to a CPA so there's like the home mm-hmm. office or like do you remember on TikTok when there were videos going around of like you can buy a g-wagon and write it off as a business expense oh, because it yeah. weighs this amount or whatever did yes. you ever see those yeah I did see that. I feel like last year those were just like flooding my TikTok feed and like so it's like your car, if you are driving for business, a portion of it is a write-off. Mm-hmm. But again, I don't know the percentage and I don't really know how to calculate or do that part. So again, tax accountant and same with gas and mileage, I feel like. That's why saving receipts is important. Oh yeah, I saw TikTok. I guess there's an app that you can get 
that tracks your mileage and I mean, I'm yeah. sure it's very hard to get into the habit of always like clicking. So I, when I, it's a huge thing in the like outside sales industry because you're driving for sales a lot. And I used to have an app like that. I cannot remember what the name was, but essentially it literally tracked all your drives. And it was kind of like the Flyfin app that I was telling you about where like you would like just kind of swipe oh. and say, was this drive for business or personal? And then you would categorize the drive. And then, like, if you oh were just, gosh. like, say you, you don't were remember just, the name. No, I would have to look it up. Um, it was honestly okay, kind of expensive, and... but it, obviously oh, that's a gosh. business write-off because okay. that's like yeah. a business thing. But it was through work, and they paid for it. So I feel like most oh. companies do that. But yeah, so it would like essentially track your drive every time you stopped. And then you started and stopped and started. It would like ask you if like each portion of the drive was business or personal and that way that's mm-hmm. like how I expensed my mileage when I was doing outside sales and driving around such a good so idea. so you can do that too and then I think they always had the option of either expensing the gas tank or the mileage and mileage was always better because I think they were paying like 56 cents per mile which was really good so hmm. yeah I don't really know how that works I think this year I'll like find out more about that kind of stuff so but just know that a part of it is because we drive so much for like work you know what I mean like we drive to go shoot we drive to LA for events yeah you know we drive for our you know business meetings at coffee shops you know what I mean like things like that like that's for work but obviously your drive to the grocery store is not so you just it's a lot you know Mm -hmm. (laughs) sometimes I feel like I get a little overwhelmed talking about it but it's okay. Yes, same. I feel like we're all in the same boat. But Very much same. Another thing too is with meals. Like if you are having a business meeting over a meal, like that's a potential write-off. The only thing is alcohol is not a write-off. So I yeah. think that's when it's important to save the receipt. You need an, because yeah, that's how you prove like have you the itemized get alcohol. Receipt. Exactly. So then that makes or me think you- like – do you remember okay I also don't know if this was on TikTok I don't know why I get these videos but like like people would take like buy tables as a business expense and I'm just like so confused how that's a thing if you can't write alcohol off have you ever seen that oh no I don't think so interesting right okay there's just like a weird random thought that's not super related but yeah alcohol I've been told by multiple CPAs when clubhouse was like really popular and I would always jump in like the tax rooms that alcohol is not a write-off yeah definitely I've heard the same and just like a good example of why itemized receipts are important yeah um things like that yeah And then another big thing I feel like is travel for work. So if you're traveling and creating content, that is considered a work trip where you can expend certain items. Um, Again, I don't Mm -hmm. know if this is like if you expense it fully or if it's just a percentage. That's just like, is that I think that's the part that's up to the tax accountant i don't know yeah that's definitely something to i just don't want to spread misinformation or confuse you guys so again i know we keep saying this but these are just kind of like tips and things that we've personally done and we honestly don't know if it's 100 percent accurate but it's just kind of how we've been operating but Mm -hmm. i mean if you think about it if you're traveling for work like your flight your hotel 
your meals, like not including alcohol. And if you like have any purchases for your business on the trip. Mm-hmm. So I mean, I just, when like, I would travel for my corporate job, that was yeah. what we expensed. So yeah, true. Um, so I feel like yeah. as long as, again, as if you could sit in front of an IRS agent and be like, this is for work. This is what I did. You know, this is why. Then I feel like it's fine. But again, talk to tax accountants and they'll be able to confirm that. Yeah. But I feel like mine have confirmed that in the past. So mm-hmm. yeah, good. But yeah, so travel, I think. And I feel like I will just, I will love the day when the IRS has like a handbook for no, literally. Um, fashion bloggers and like (laughs) lifestyle bloggers because it's so crazy like how do you how do they tell the difference or how do you tell the difference like if you are a lifestyle blogger like you are literally youtubing your entire life your day in the life your trips and that's like part of your job say you're monetizing on youtube this is how you like make money how you build your audience you know what i mean like yeah how how was the irs when it's like say that's not like a when you're work expense. and you're when you're working your personal life are literally the same thing. Like yes. in the case of Where's like lifestyle YouTubers. I'm so curious where the line is. Like I just need to know if any CPA is listening to this, CPA <laughs> blogger gal. DM us um, where the line is. Yeah, that is like one of my biggest questions because then it's like I just don't understand because I feel like as a photographer, like you could technically obviously like write off your camera equipment your camera like all that stuff that's essential to being a photographer but i feel yeah. like that would be the like same fashion for bloggers lifestyle. need clothes to right. share fashion so, so curious how like lifestyle youtubers uh, or it's like, like who comes up with all. the percentage that's allowable to be written yeah. off i know we've heard so many different percentages it's like actually mind-blowing to me that like not there's not just one answer and maybe there is and I just have not come across it yet I have not either I just have like so I don't know um I swear to god I learned something new from every single CPA I come in contact with so okay so that's the one thing too I love about this flyfin app that I've been like testing out is like you it will like if you don't know, you can ask, send it to ask a CPA and yeah. they like email you and will explain it to you if it's a percentage or like why you can write something off or why you can't. And I think that's so helpful. So I've been loving that. But other things that you can write off are like work equipment. So like for us, I feel like that's like your laptop, your iPhone, because I'm literally like, I don't even know like what I would consider personal on my iPhone at this point. I feel like it's literally all work except for maybe like text messages messages. yeah (laughs) like that's it I know but then like like, camera Instagram I mean half of those messages are like to you guys which (laughs) is like technically work right like if we're planning shoots or whatever so like Mm -hmm. how do they like do they go through text messages and like this percent of your text messages were personal this percent of your text messages are business like (laughs) I don't know. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I don't how know. detailed are they going in? But another thing I think people would figure out too is, um, like, app subscriptions. Mm-hmm. If you're paying like Lightroom, for, yeah, like editing Adobe. software, yeah, yep. um, like Canva, Google Suite, oh, yeah, storage for your photos. I'm like trying to think of like all my things that I have like up or that my subscriptions that I pay for. 
um yeah things like i pay for epidemic sound that's where i get my youtube sounds um that so yeah i feel like those things too are super helpful Mm -hmm. um anything else that you could think of writing off off the top of your head that's like obvious i feel like we covered all the obvious things i I feel like everything else is like in the gray area where you guys can just research and ask your tax accountants about because we don't want to say something wrong (laughs) Um, yeah but yeah i feel like that's the basics um, i just think it's like such a new industry and it's just so important to just consult a tax professional if you have any questions i definitely feel like it's worth the investment in your business if you are in it Mm -hmm. for the long haul and this is like your plan long term so we'll keep you guys updated with how it goes for us Um, yeah I think we're both gonna be doing our taxes soon I potentially mm -hmm. might be doing mine next week I'm not 100% sure yet but yeah yeah it's it's a lot so like if you feel overwhelmed you are not alone so my biggest advice would be don't wait till the last second I think as long as you set yourself up for success and prepare you know throughout the year and do all that stuff you're supposed to be doing then when it actually comes to filing taxes it's not as scary as everyone makes it out to be but obviously your first couple years are kind of scary like getting the hang of things it's like, yeah, they don't make it easy. And I feel like they should. Yeah. And yeah. like what Agreed. were bloggers doing like back in the day when this first started out? Like, does no one talk about this? Like the OGs. I don't What were the OGs doing? So. I mean, I think they just had to hire CPAs and like they didn't really say much about it. But I just like I don't know. I feel like no one talks about it. No one shares tips or information. So I'm just so curious how everyone is doing it. It's also hush hush, and it's like why? It's literally taxes. I think it honestly. I think it's honestly because the fact that all CPAs have a different point of view, and like, who knows who's as right and who's as wrong, and like, you never want like to say something. Yeah. Where other people are like, oh my god, like she's not paying her taxes correctly, and then like you get flagged. So honestly, I think it makes sense that people don't talk about it that often, aside from like the basics, like we just mentioned. But once again, ask your CPA because we're not giving you tax advice at all by any means. So. Yeah, this is just to potentially prepare you for your tax meeting. Totally. (laughs) Submitting your taxes. But yeah, hopefully this was helpful for you guys and not like a super boring episode. Um, I always think it's so interesting. Numbers are so interesting to me and I feel like I've always been into numbers. So I would just love to learn more about this because yeah. it's just like I would not like to learn more about this <laughs> I would like, You're like this, I'm someone done. to take this off my plate yeah yeah well I think too once you do it like the more you do it so like year after year it gets easier because then your like system and your processes are set into place totally and so every year you just I know submit I just your need a good to your system tax people so it's just that initial starting of finding your tax person and then building that relationship and getting into a routine year after year and then you're like good yeah so yeah agreed that's pretty much it for our basic (laughs) tax tips today um basic tax tips 
that's hopefully this helps you guys uh it's yeah i don't even know it's a lot but like everyone has to do their taxes so we're all going yeah, through it's it important it's a lot it. but we're gonna do it and we will get through it together and then we will end exactly. up on the other side until next year <laughs> until next year till so. n- till next like november when everyone starts having anxiety over it so <laughs> yeah okay well hopefully this like helped someone maybe feel less stressed that's the goal honestly yeah but okay so that is it for our episode on taxes if you guys made it this far thank you so much um feel free to join our facebook community it's called the influence community and ask questions in there and we will try to answer them as best as we can or recommend someone who could potentially answer it better but we have fun in that group and then we also have our Paris trip coming up too so excited we still have spots for that so if you get a nice tax refund this year and you want to travel to Paris with some girlies and create some content then yeah it'll be a fun time so definitely check that out that's I have it in the link in my bio if you want to read more about it and just kind of what we're doing it literally has the break down day by day of what we're doing so it's so exciting don't fomo come with us but yeah i think that's it anything else nope i think that's it and we'll see you you next week we love you and we will see you in the next episode okay bye bye Thanks so much for listening. We hope you guys loved this episode. Don't forget to subscribe for new episodes every Monday. Leave us a rating and review and we'll see you next week. Bye. Bye.